0: What would you say? maybe give us three things uh, that you think to yourself, okay, there's there's three strategies I can do to deal with my stress.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, I can give you give you three easy ones. Um, the first one is processing. Should I be stressed about this? Can you do anything about it? Do you just accept it? You know, you can't. You can't change the weather here in Minnesota. You can get on a plane and move for a week, like I did, um, but you can't. You can't change that. So a lot of it's processing. You know, yeah. If it's if it's the day before your taxes are due, um, it, instead of stressing about it, call your accountant. Can I? Can I do something about it? Oh yeah, you can push it off for six months. Okay, start processing it. Learn the the number one thing with. Um, with fear is the fear of the unknown. The more we know about things, even though you think you have, you know, you should be afraid of your opponent if you're in a football game or a boxer, you know, but the more you know about it, the lower the fear is. The fear of the unknown creates anxiety. So like when my kids, I'm I'm afraid of going to the school today. It's the first day of school. Guess what we did the day before? We drove there. Okay, here's the parking lot. Here's the door we're going into. I know when I do public speaking, I always get there the night before. I walk in and say, okay, where's the projector? How many seats? Where's the bathroom? You know, where am I going to have my coffee cup? I do that. So you go through these rituals, so you can become familiar, and as you say, do the research, do the education of yourself to lower that. It's very important. I, so people right now, if you, whatever the, the stress is in your life, like you say, oh, my kids or my husband or this, okay, what can you do about it? They always throw out the what. Well, I can't do anything. And then you ask, is that true? And of course, it's never true you can get help. Like you said, humans are social beings. Call in the troops. Okay. I can talk to a psychologist, a marriage counselor, my priest, my minister, my rabbi. I can bring in anybody. Who can I talk to, to help me with the situation? You'd be amazed at how many patients, I'm sure it's with you, doc, who call me, said, yeah, my, my, my uh, grandma has this type of cancer. What should we do? And I'm a chiropractor. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, it's like I may be a chiropractor. I know nothing about oncology, though I do. But I said, I want you to do A, B, and C. Here's the doctor you go to. Go see if you can get into this hospital. I've heard good things. You pull in your resources. So that's the first thing. One, process, pull into your resources. The second thing is move. When you're sympathetic, when you're, when you're in fight or flight, stress, the fastest way to burn it off, quote unquote, is to move, work out. I don't want to lift weights. You don't have to lift weights. Go for a walk. Go up and down. Oh, it's freezing outside. It's minus 17. I live in Minnesota. Do you have stairs in your house? Of course you do. Go up and down them 50 times today, 50 times. I want you to go up and down. Get moving. Throw a yoga tape in. You, know, you can download a YouTube video. You have to move. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Let me
0: just add this like right. as far as cold temperatures. I mean, do you have a hat? Do you have <laughs> mittens? You got a jacket, <laughs> you got a mask. I'm sure you got a mask. You got I'm probably sure they twenty got a of mask. Them. um I I recently got into this ruck packing, right? I load my backpack up with about 30 to 40 pounds, oh, I throw man. it on my back, I get all my outfit on, you know, Buffalo's a little warmer than Minnesota, but it still gets pretty nasty. And we have a bike path and it's oftentimes covered in like they plow it occasionally but once in a while it's just ice and stuff so i bring crampons people don't know what those are it's a rubber mesh that goes around your shoe and has metal spikes on the bottom i bring those with me i bring two different types a really spiky one then one just kind of for ice sometimes i'm taking them off because to get out there it's not as bad but when you got that much weight in your back and you're going for a walk i just love that feeling of dragging that weight around and it gets me ready for my rocky mountain hikes to all the musculature of the back and everything from holding on that backpack and it, and i get out there and i think you know i'm breathing fresh air i'm getting maybe some sunshine maybe yeah. not a my not, not a lot of my skin is exposed my eyes are at least seeing it i'm getting visual stimuli from seeing different trees moving and there goes a rabbit there goes a chipmunk and it's better than sitting on my treadmill you know watching watching educational videos even though those are phenomenal, it's half the reason I, I, can, I can talk intelligently about this kind of stuff. I'm always researching and, and stuff. But to get out there and feel that, na- get into nature, I, for, you know, for some people, that's not ca- possible. I understand that. You have orthopedic issues, you got all kinds of problems. But for anybody that's able to get out there and, and just go for a walk with a little bit of weight on, you get a weight vest. Mm-hmm. I do the backpack because I want the muscles of hiking because I use a backpack when I hike. But a weight vest is going to distribute that weight evenly. I tell all my osteoporotic women, get a 10-pound weight vest, wear it around the house, get your mm-hmm. bone density checked. Let's be scientific. Take your supplements, eat, eat calcium-rich vegetables, eat, wear your weight vest, and let's do, let's do another bone densitometry in six months and see if it happens. And when someone gets their bone density more dense, I'm mm-hmm. sure you've done this, women celebrate this and have so much joy because they've been sold that, okay, you're getting old, you're starting to, you're starting to turn to sand. You're going to dust, and you're going you're gonna to burp, and you're, and you're going to break a hip, and uh, there's not a lot you can do. So here's your Fosamax, here's your Beneva. whatever. Yeah. And the, the truth is, okay, these drugs, do they dense? That's not my area. Fine. But what can I do? Give them the natural answer, which is to do that. But like you're saying, moving, the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system, part of the autonomic you're talking about, but people should just be aware of these. It's not that difficult. And the parasympathetic is going to be where you're going to cool off, digest, be creative. That's the beautiful stuff. Mm -hmm. If you always live there, you'd get pretty soft, though, right? Because you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be motivated to do much in that state. But you will digest your food, get it into your muscles so you can build them up when you turn on the sympathetic, which is more stressful. And I know sports, I've heard this interesting article about how when someone's in the zone in sports, they're actually playing in their parasympathetic nervous system. Yeah. Where Most of the time you want the fight, flight, the action, like a football player is going crazy out there. Like you say, yell at a football player, right? He's going to go out there and he's going to perform, but don't make him write a composition about Plato or Socrates after screaming in his face, yeah. especially if he's not real aware of that information. He's got to really strain to get it. It's not your time, right? But yeah, to get out there and, and, and burn off what you are designed to. To be, I get what you're saying. So, so that's number two is to move. Yeah, awesome. What yeah. would you give us for number three?
1: So, for number number three is a little different. Um, make sure you have those things in your life that uh, balance your nervous system. Of course, me and you are chiropractors. We're going to go right to chiropractic, um, massage therapy, yoga. Um, do you meditate? Do you go to church? Mm-hmm. Look at your lifestyle. You have to have a balanced lifestyle. So, you know, if you have a scale and you're imbalanced, if something's way up here, you have to put something on the other side. For example, when I know I have a stressful week at the clinic, I take more naps. I do. I actually Mm -hmm. schedule. them. like, you know what? On Thursday, I just got up from a nap. Sorry, I just got up for a nap. I don't know if you sent me these questions ahead of time, but I'm like, nope, I need a nap you know, you know, it's been a rough week, we're busy, I'm going to schedule an hour or half an hour where I take care of myself. Mm -hmm. That self care, that's the big term they use now. It's like they call it Mm -hmm. self care. And I think it's just being smart, Mm -hmm. you know, is you have to build that in. Now, it's just not exercise. I mean, you have to go get your adjustments, you have to get your acupuncture. You know, whatever that is, you have to have something that balances the scales, and that includes food, right? So, you know, if you know you're going to have a stressful day, if you know you have a test or something going on, your boss is going to require something. The couple of days before, you should be eating the best, right? You should yeah. be sleeping the best. Treat yourself as an athlete. We just got through the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. And everyone's freaked out because some master's guy, 43 years old, went down to a team that was crap and in one year turned him around in a pandemic. <laughs> now, whether you like Brady or not, and I know you don't like him <laughs> because you're from Buffalo, but whether you like not him. Not true. Not true. <laughs> you know, but, you know, top, a lot of people are like, oh, he keeps winning. Well, of no, course. Right. Why aren't we studying what he does? Exactly. Study the winners. And what do the winners do? When, right before the Super Bowl, he text everyone on that team weekly, 55 players, and said, stay focused, stay on it. How's your diet? How's your sleep? This is a true story. I know some people on the inside. And uh, he would text them and say, you know, what are you eating this week? I know we're down here, but make sure you're eating your good food. You know, because you awesome. go off and have all that seafood and pasta. If that's not your normal diet. You better be careful. Mm -hmm. That type of winning, that type of balancing out the scales is what you need to deal with stress. If it's, you're not going to avoid stress. You're not going to avoid stress. If you know that, you know, you're going to a wedding or a family event, Thanksgiving, you know, where you're going to have some relational stress, then prepare yourself You know, don't drink beer and eat Twinkies right beforehand because your brain is not going to be equipped to deal with what's going on. Prepare yourself. It's all about preparation. And if you know there's less gas in the gas tank, here's the cool thing. It's choice. Drive to the gas station and put gas when it's on E. There's a little idiot light that says low fuel. Why don't you do that? We all know that. We all have that. It's called symptoms. When I'm tired, I don't feel good. And if I'm grumpy, you're an adult. Stop. Okay, Fred, why are you grumpy? All right. Well, you know, I got the back pain. Well, we're working on that. Why am I grumpy? Oh, wow. You know, I went from 88 degrees and sunny, beautiful paradise to, you know, being in Minnesota, minus 20. I went from nobody talking about the pandemic to you know the world's going to end all in a three-hour plane trip amazing Mm -hmm. you know so i'm saying okay what do i need all right i need i'm going to up some b vitamins actually up my b complex i'm going to need a little more sleep and oh a little more water i was drinking coffee there but i'm like that's only my third cup i usually drink two or three cups a day in the morning i only have one or two in the morning why i cut down that caffeine because i know that i'm under stress Mm -hmm. I don't have the extra margin in my body. So I I guess the third thing would be balancing out the scales, that self-awareness of where you are. You got to know where you are. If we were playing Monopoly, right? If we were playing Monopoly, you would know if you're on Atlantic Avenue or if you're on you know, Baltic or wherever, you would know where you are. Or if you're on go to jail, you Mm -hmm. would know where your, your piece is. Here's the amazing thing. If you're watching mainstream media, instead of the man or woman in the mirror, guess what? You Mm -hmm. don't know where you are. You're listening to someone telling you where your piece is on the game board. You know what? Look down at your feet. Where are you? If you're a 25, 35-year-old healthy person who only gets one cold every two years, you shouldn't be scared. If you're a 25, 30, 40, 50-year-old who's on two medications, including high blood pressure medication, you have diabetes, you have IBS, you have lung problems, and you're overweight, look at your feet. Yeah, you should be scared. Let's do something about it. That self-analysis is so important for stress. Take that fear and put it into action.